It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hello, 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 and welcome to To The Max Sports. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for... To the Max Sports Special Holiday Edition. Bob, we had our picks last week. You went two and two, so you're 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 holding the line at thirty-five and twenty-eight against the spread for the year. Which yeah, I can't it was a bad. I, I I don't care about those other picks. It was a but, bad game. But, but the one we'll talk about the one game that you wanted that you didn't get, and uh, I'll gloat about what my prediction was if you roll last week's tape. Bob, I went three and one. I am officially above five hundred for the first time this season. Against the spread at 28 and 27. You know what they say, pride goeth before the fall. This is true, and uh, I don't think I can catch you with seven games left. But you know what? I'm kind of like the Bengals. Uh, About every team in the NFL has to lose next week for the Bengals to have a chance at the playoffs. But enough about my Bengals. Your 49ers. I said last week, I don't care where they're playing at, even though they're playing in 49er land. I don't care whose defense is what, even though both teams statistically were equal on defense and for the most part on offense. I said your 49er game would come down to one thing and one thing only, the play of Brock Purdy. Well, it didn't. I mean, I mean, no, I mean, honestly, honestly, it didn't. Yeah, he threw four picks and two of those are definitely his fault. Two of those definitely weren't. Two of those were fluke plays. Those were tip drills, could have gone, could have gone either way. Two of those definitely were his. The biggest one for me was the first one in the red zone. And I actually think that was more that Ravens schemed defensively really, really well against him and against the other team and shut down weapons and confused him. Yeah, I think quantitatively, though, the point differential from the from the missed opportunities to the points they scored off the turnovers or the position to put them in made the difference. Have no fear, 49er fans. I still have them going to the Super Bowl and, in my estimation, winning it. Um, it I still a, think yeah, player, a bad game. player personnel-wise, the 49ers have the depth to, you know, overcome injury adversity, especially when things happen in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Which, Inev- or playoffs, which inevitably always do. Yeah, but the problem, actually, I saw a stat this morning that actually concerns me the most. The 49ers, in their last 38 games, where they've trailed eight or more points yes. going into the fourth quarter, are winless. We talked about that uh, a couple about a month yeah. ago. And, 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 and that's, that's a concerning stat. I think it ha- all has to do with rhythm. The, the fact that the 49ers, when their offense is in rhythm, nobody can stop them. But when their offense is not in rhythm, it's, it's, it's a long, hard slog. Now, I think Kyle Shanahan is going to look at what happened against the Ravens and use it. And use it, and we're not going to make the same mistakes going forward. So, But that's, we will that, see what that's okay. We're not going to be behind by eight points going to the fourth quarter this weekend and probably not going to be behind by four by by eight points going into the fourth quarter in the final week of the This NFL is true, season. but never say never in this NFL season. Folks, stick around. We followed Bob's rule. We have not talked about basketball pretty much other than uh, Wimbanyama. But after Christmas, where we reserve the right to talk basketball, which still 
is going to be another six months in the making going through the finals. We're going to have our college football picks. You may be surprised at who I got. And I'm also going to give you my locks of the week. I went one and one on my locks. Um, But speaking of weird calls, out of rhythm, you know, we talk about it every week. And I'm going to talk about it again ad nauseum because the money they give these guys, these offensive coordinators, and I saw some of the stupidest boneheaded calls. Let's just start with Mike McCarthy, okay? Speaking of stats, the Cowboys are 6-0 and when they score first on their opening drive. So what do they do? I don't know if you watch the game. They proceed to march down the field to the half-yard line. Mike McCarthy has one of the better running backs in short yardage situations, okay? What's he do? He brings in a, a, a fullback who's had approximately four carries the entire year and proceeds to just put the ball on the carpet. How many how many times do I need to tell you the Cowboys are inept in the red zone? Inept in the red zone. McCarthy can't call the red zone and he doesn't understand clock management. Yeah. He's he's gone after this year. Unless unless they do and and, and Cowboys fans, I'm sorry. You need to lose in the first round of the playoffs cuz if he wins in the first round of the playoffs, he may very well be your coach next year, and you need to clean house. You know, depending how they win, if they win the first game of the playoffs and lose the second, depending on how they win, I I don't see this guy sticking around. You know, this was officially his team. They moved the other guy to San Diego, and you saw how that worked out. Uh, another, I don't think that's Kellen Moore. I think that's more Staley, actually, in, in San Diego. Another OC call. So I was watching the Giants uh, Philly game, the one that was before your 49er game. Did mm-hmm. you watch any of that? I watched the end of it. Okay. So Giants are making somewhat of a run, trying to get back in the game. Fourth and one, or actually third and one, you've got Squan Barkley, again, arguably one of the best short mm-hmm. yardage mm-hmm. backs. Mm-hmm. Third and one, they let, uh, I can't remember who's filling in now for, for – uh, or DeVito. Uh, Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. He used to play for the Bills, a couple other teams. Let him pass and completes it. Fourth and one, you're going to go for it. No big deal. No, open backfield, passes again. Again, the, these OC calls, it's just it's just mind-blowing. There was a couple others okay. I can't even remember. But. I mean, and, and, and l- let me ask you a question. If Tyrod Taylor in that same play passes and scores – do you are you still saying the same thing about his decision? Well, you know, it's probably something we're not talking about, but at the end of the day, with all the analytics, when you got two down, two two plays to get a half yard, and Squam Barkley in the backfield, typically, even if you are gonna pass it, wouldn't you put him back there as a disguise, maybe a fake handoff or roll out? But to empty the backfield on two plays, it just I'm I, it's I'm, insanity. I'm, I'm, it just, I'm just saying that that we that, that we look at failure and evaluate failure differently than we than we evaluate a decision that leads to success. If he had made that same call and they passed it and scored a touchdown, we wouldn't we wouldn't even be having this conversation. We wouldn't be talking about. It, but that goes back to the premises. You have a quality running back who needs a 
half yard to score a touchdown in your opening drive via Dallas. You have one of the best running backs. You just signed to a, a big contract okay. in Squam Barkley, and you don't use him on two plays when you're yeah. making a run to score. It's just one of those things that kind of befuddles me. I get it. Amongst other things in life. Did you have a good Christmas, Bob? I had a pretty good Christmas. I had a, I had a, I had a better Christmas than Yong Cheng Long. Did you hear about this guy? Oh, no. I... He is a uh, Chinese chess master. Okay. Not chess chess, Chinese chess. Chess or chest? Chess, chess. Okay. I consider myself a chess master. He had won a national tournament in China, and then they took it away from him. Why? Because he celebrated too hard, and he shat in the bathtub in his hotel room. Interesting. I thought maybe he spoke out against the CCP. No, which and will then, get you immediate house and, arrest. And and he was all he is also being accused of cheating by using vibrating anal beads. <laughs> wow. Okay, folks. I told you when you listen to our show, yeah. you're going to learn something you did not know. So oh, if you want to cheat in Vegas, use anal beads when you're playing blackjack. No, no, cards. don't, don't, don't cheat in Vegas. They. They, they hurt you for that. I will say this. Uh, thank God I'm, I'm kind of old school. I wouldn't know what an anal bead was if you threw it at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess that's a good thing. So who's our picks, Bob? Uh, who we got rolling Thursday night football? Well, we got the Jets at the Browns. The Browns are hanging in there, man, and they're looking pretty stout. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. What, what division do the Browns play in? Okay, okay. You got me. Just saying, just you wanna, saying. You want to hear irony? Uh, what? So the Jets last year cut loose Flacco when they signed, uh, help me out, Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And now he's going to, to play against them this week. Oh, sweet irony. Yeah, I mean. You think the Jets could have used Flacco this uh, this year? Flacco wanted to go to the Jets. His His agent was burning the phone line. But the thing is, is. Who's the general manager of the New York Jets right now? Who is it now? Aaron Rodgers. That's true. He's kind Aaron of, Rodgers. He's kind of calling the shots. And Aaron Rodgers is, is the GM. So, he yeah. said, hey, don't – he got some backlash from social media, Rodgers, about being activated. He's like, man, bro, don't – I didn't tell him to activate me. So, anyway – yeah. So the Jets Browns, I think the line is seven. Seven and a half, according to ESPN Bet. And they're playing in Cleveland. I mean, Cle- and Cleveland has an outside chance for the number one seed. Outside chance. Well, when I lost uh, last week in one of my um, my locks of the week, I did hit the Detroit game, but I lost the the Browns Houston game. I said one of the keys to Flacco is guy's thirty nine years old. Put him on his fanny a couple times. Houston didn't do that. The Jets will. Defensively, I think they have enough in the tank to make this game fairly close. And if you're going to give me seven points, I know uh, it, it breaks my rule about points for a team that can't score, but I think the Jets can do enough with seven. Give me the Jets plus seven. Here's my reaction to your pick. And here's my reaction to your reaction. So I guess you're taking the Browns. I am definitely taking the Browns. Which I actually the, like that because I got to try to narrow this gap. You the, know, I got to go for broke now the to try Jets, to. The Jets are 
just abysmal. If, well, they did score 30 points and shut out Houston a couple weeks ago. Eh, it's the Jets. It's the, okay. the Jets are going to do Jets things. Okay. I think Flacco will get coached into at least two turnovers. We got Saturday night. Big game, actually. Keep on Detroit Lions on the road visiting the Dallas Cowboys in Arlington, Texas. The one good thing for the Cowboys is they're playing at home. Cowboys favored by six. And hold on. Let, let me look at the standings right now. Cause yeah, what's the over-under on that? I, I love the over. 53 and a half. Yeah, I knew it would be high. I don't know if I like it that much. The Dallas Cowboys have an outside chance to take the division. Eagles Eagles need to lose one of these, actually both of these games, and that Cowboys need to win out. I don't think it happens. The Cowboys can't beat teams with winning records. Give me Detroit. Yeah, this is a this is at home, man. Give me Detroit plus six. No, I'm I'm taking the Cowboys, and they're going to win big. You heard it first on Two the Max Sports from Brother. Cowboys Brown. are playing for something. I don't know what the Lions are playing for, other than they're playing possible, for McCarthy's job, maybe a possible uh, first 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 round buy, possibly. Okay. So, and then we have our Sunday night game. This is a little bit of a, I really don't care about this other than the historic nature of the game. Packers traveling across Wisconsin on I-94. So 94? Yeah, it's 94. To the Vikings. Vikings are favored by two at home. I hate this game. Hawkinson went down their tight end, who I really like. He went out with an ACO, MCO. Jefferson's back. Um, their fourth quarterback of the year for the Vikings finally came back down to earth last couple weeks. But I'm uh, I'm not a fan of Green Bay. I hate Green Bay. So more of an emotional reason than anything. Give me the Minnesota Vikings minus two and a half. Yeah, the Vikings are favored by two. I think the Packers are actually getting things together. I like Jordan Love. I like what they're doing with him. Give me the Packers. Give me the Packers on the two points. Uh, We are definitely going to have some movement here. We're we're the first time we've disagreed on every single pick. And then you can can come and pick this game with me if you want, but you know my rule after the bye – 49ers on the road going west to east and an 11, four, 11 and 14 playing a four and 11 team in the Washington Commanders. San Francisco's favored by 13, and I'm taking the 49ers. Yeah, 49ers win big, get that taste out of their mouth. I will agree with you on that. You want to take them? Okay. Yeah, I'll take San Fran all day on that bet. That could be a big, big, that could be like a 42 to nothing. One of those deals where the game's over. It's in Washington. It is in Washington. They may tell Revere, just don't go to the locker room. Just go straight to your car. No, no. Rivera, Revere loses his job if they lose. At the game. end of the season. Maybe. No, no. He, he is no longer the coach at the end of the season. He lasts yeah. through the end of the season. Okay. He lasts through the end. I'm, I'm a little worried. I, I'm a little worried because all they need to do is win this game. I That's a big number. And they may just win this game and say, we really don't care. But who knows? They'll come out big. They'll come out hard. And I mean, commanders are playing, paying for some respect. 
So you want to? So so that's the NFL going in this weekend. The big news that broke today. Can I do my locks? Oh yeah, do your locks. So I do have a lock of the week. Uh, I got it at eight. I thought it would go up. It's gone down. I like KC to roll big against my Bengals at home. Uh, one of the things I like is I don't know if you watched the meltdown Kelsey had, and you know the team just seems like it's kind of in arrears, but. I really like the fact that Andy Reid told Kelsey, oh, no, you're not going to throw a fit on my sideline and get back in the game. And Kelsey didn't sit there and argue with the coach. You know, the team still respects Reid. I think he's going to put together a plan based on what he saw Pittsburgh do against Cincinnati. And I actually think Casey probably wins by two touchdowns, 34 to 16 or 17, and and finally ends that, that run of the Bengals' I, hopes of any chances. I, of- I wouldn't touch this game. Honestly, I, I I wouldn't put money on this game whatsoever. Well, we have said every week, KC never covers, but they win this one and do cover. We'll see. We'll see. And they- then I got a small bet. I, you know, Atlanta's another team that schizophrenic. They're going up against the Bears at Bearland. I like Atlanta to cover this, especially the weather's going to be kind of cold and nasty. And... You know, I do love the fact that Atlanta has that three-headed Hydra monster. How the hell are the Bears favored by three? Well, Atlanta Atlanta doesn't have a quarterback. Yeah, but it's the Bears. It's the Bears. Well, anytime a team's at home, they're usually going to get they're usually going to get the, give three points. But it's the Bears. You like that line, Atlanta it's the Bears? That's my other lock of the week. No, I are, are you my, are, are you taking half, Nelson. Are you taking Atlanta? Are you taking Chicago? I like Atlanta. Yeah, I'll take Atlanta in the game because yeah. it's the Bears. Yeah, that's my half Nelson pick it's of the, the week. It's the Bears. The the other big news I was going to tell you just breaking this breaking this morning, Russell Wilson is benched for the Broncos. He's going to go with Jared Stidham. I that's a lot of money. I I I I didn't have a chance to look at what what they're talking about money wise. There are some implications if if he. F- about a physical coming up. He has some guaranteed money. This is going to be a big hit the Broncos are going to take. Well, you you remind me to mention one other thing. Yeah, I mean, other than the uh, fleecing of the Herschel Walker trade many, many moons ago, I'll tell you what, the Broncos got fleeced on that deal. And Seattle's really gotten some good draft picks. I mean, I I will say this. I mean, Russell Wilson seems to be an okay guy, an okay dude to me. But... My dig on him always is it everyone elevated him to being this elite level quarterback. And I never thought he, I never thought he was. And quite frankly, the last two seasons have shown me to be right and everyone else to be wrong, which I like. Speaking of a guy that lost a lot of money by being picked in the very last pick of the, of the last round of the draft. Have you ever heard about the Purdy situation? What? So Purdy can't renegotiate his contract because of the collective bargaining. Yeah, he's, a, he's on a rookie 20, deal. 20, 25 rookie deal. If he had signed as a free agent, if they hadn't drafted him and then signed him as a free agent after the draft, after two years, you can renegotiate your contract. Oh, I think he's going to be fine. I'm saying he's going to be fine, but, you know, he still has to wait another <laughs> two years when he could have made a lot of money yeah. Right now, and not worried about an injury. You I never know the thing. I are- I love that guy. Did you see his post game press conference? He looked like a professional. I mean, a baby face professional. But he, but- he took ownership. Exactly. He took ownership. Exactly. And I respect that. I also like the fact during the game, 
I know we're rehashing an old segment, but I like during the game he kept slinging. And you know what? When he had a turnover, he didn't he, he didn't tighten up. He he just aired it out. Yeah. So and, uh, yeah. No, he's a he's a really good guy. He's another good guy. So. But it's kind of funny. We saw Lamar Jackson, the last pick of the first round of his draft versus Brock Purdy, the last pick of the seventh yeah. round. Yeah. No, and the cream rise to the top, Bob. Or? Lamar, Lamar definitely played lights out. Hats off to Lamar. Hats off to Lamar. Definitely right now leading and quite deservedly so leaving the leading the MVP race. Folks, we do sports trivia. We're going to do it at the end of the show. Stick around. If you can beat us, well, you can beat anybody. Well, if you can, well, if yeah, okay, okay. Uh, we want to talk about CFP. Sure. So CFP, because, um, are, because even if you want to, I am not going to talk about any other meaningless bowl no, game. No, who no, cares? I'm fine with that. Uh, three weeks ago, I laid down this, this pick at plus four. It's going to four and a half. I know I got the hat on. I know I live in Texas, but I got to go with who I think has the best chance. Washington's quarterback was in the Heisman running. They got an outstanding running back. Uh, Google it, watch them. I think Washington's got the offensive firepower to cover that four and a half. And I may even pick them outright. Give me Washington plus four and a half against Texas. If the over under on this game is 63 and a half. You know what? When it comes to bowl games, it just seems like they always score high. I'm not going to touch it, but I'd, I'd play the over if I had to. I I, won- I wonder about this game. I I don't like the Pac-12. I think it'd be it'd be amazingly hilarious for Washington to roll the entire CFP win win this whole damn national championship on their way out of the Pac-12. It would amuse me. I don't think it's going to happen. I would say, I uh, give me Texas. I, I I would go. I would. I'm going to roll with Texas on this game. Good. So we agreed to disagree, but that was a game that I put a little coinage on right when the line came out. It's actually gone up, should have waited. Maybe he'll probably settle at four. And then you got Michigan. I've got Washington, Bob has Texas. And then you got Michigan and Alabama. Michigan and Alabama should be a great game. I mean, you got a veteran team in Michigan, well-coached team. They play hard for hardball. But at the end of the day, as much as I hate them, Saban's going to do Saban things. We were all had him fired and retired four weeks ago, and now he's going to be playing for the national championship again. Give me Alabama in a really entertaining game. No, for this over-under in this on this game, 44-and-a-half, and I think I'm actually coming on the under. Uh, no, I got – no, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with Harbaugh. Harbaugh is my boy. So we agree to disagree. Yep. So on your – Basis, it's going to be Texas versus Michigan, and and get and give me Michigan to win it all. And with me, it'll be Washington versus Alabama, and I'm not going to get unveiled my pick yet. We'll just see what happens. Then. Okay, Bobby. Went, oh, so we say our rule here is we don't talk about basketball until after Christmas, because even if we start talking about now, we still have six more months to go before the finals. Well, inter- right. interesting enough, like a quarter of the whole season is done. They've had their in-season tournament. 
The Lakers have, have collapsed after it. And the, the the Detroit Pistons are getting ready to make history. Yeah. Uh, history. You know, I was thinking if you could take that 0-26 Philadelphia team against the 0-6 Detroit team, who would who 0-26 Detroit team who would win? I'd probably still take Detroit. They've got some decent players. And I feel bad for the coach, Monty Williams. He's the former Spur. Oh, they and he's a good guy. They paid him a lot of money. I know. A lot of money. It's just, but then look at look at the Spurs. I mean, what we're four and we're not we're not too far behind. Yeah. So I think it's all about you know restocking for the future. They have good players, Kate Cunningham, couple others. They've got you know they're they're missing a few pieces, but it's not. And a lot of talking heads have said this, and I agree. They're not as bad as the record indicates. Yeah. But it's got to be incredibly frustrating. Yeah, we'll see. But speaking of a team that's gotten hot, once their guy came back, 4-0, player of the week, John Morant. Yep, hopefully hopefully he's got his head screwed on straight and he's not going to play with guns anymore. I'm hoping so. There, there's something going on. I saw the re, the replay. I I didn't notice anything, but now they're going to be looking at everything. When he had that vicious slam dunk a couple games ago, they said he made a motion, two guns to the head, but... I didn't really see it. I think anytime he raises his, after a shot or a, a dunk, he raises his hands above his oh, head. Somebody's yeah. going to be. And, and the, M- the NBA front office is, is watching him like a hawk. Yeah. If I mean, if the reality is if he does anything that makes it look like it, the NBA front office is going to step in. I'm um, a Moran fan. I, I hope he I hope he gets it together. I really do. But, uh, oh, and, and another breaking news, <laughs> just coming in. <laughs> Looks like uh, there's. Wow, like, that was like an old wire from 1942. I know, wasn't it? They don't do that anymore. This uh, just in: the president. No, Dallas Mavericks. What about the Mavs? Majority. Mark Cuban has sold his majority controlling interest of the Mavericks to the families that run the Las Vegas Sands Casino Company. Oh boy. The mob in Dallas. I, I knew it. I, I I wonder. Does that mean? Does that mean that the Mavericks might move more to Las Vegas? More corporatism. I don't see that happening. You could see. I do see the commish maybe granting Las Vegas a team, but I, I the Mavs are too established in Dallas. They really don't have an issue with their fan base. Uh, the stadium's fairly new, so they're not going to be an outcry for, mm-hmm. you know, where they try to hold them hostage. But um, interesting news. Yeah. Heard it here Very first. Yep. Well, or or even reading yesterday. Or second yeah. or third. Bob, let's do some trivia to wrap it up. Uh, okay. Folks, what we do is we try to beat each other on sports rules trivia. It's not that hard. I'll get the first question to Bob. Yeah, okay. College basketball. Okay. We are in the college basketball season. We'll start talking about that here in a couple weeks. <coughs> the ball is deflected out of bounds by a defensive player. Should the clock, should the shot clock be reset? College ball. College ball. The ball is deflected out of bounds by a defensive player. No. Yep, you are correct. The ball should not be The, the clock, clock should not, should be, not reset. be reset. Okay. Okay. 
Ooh, this is like an, I'm going to give you an essay question. Okay. Did golf. I... Golf. A tee shot comes to rest so close to a bird's nest that the player cannot play his stroke without damaging the bird's nest. What should he do? Repeat the question one more time. A tee shot comes to rest so close to a bird's nest that the player cannot play his stroke without damaging it. What should he do? And what is he allowed to do? I would say that um, that he gets a length of the club drop. He, he, he drops the club one length, he drops the club one length, and then gets a, a free drop. Yes, you are right. I played you a lot right. of golf. Uh, though, it's, though it's not actually a club link. It's it may drop the ball yeah. at the nearest spot, not closer to the hole. Nearest yeah. point of relief. Point of relief, yeah. Yeah, I played a lot of golf under watch-wise when we were playing for money. Well, Bob, let's just agree we tied. Okay. And uh, I guess we'll be back. Uh, see you all next year. See you next year. To the Max Sports. There we go. Until then, OH. Go, Big Blue. I owe. Thank you.